0: You're listening to The Gates Church Podcast. For more information or to support this ministry, please visit thegate.org. Thank you, worship team, for reminding us of of what it's all about, uh, of of what it has been all about this Advent season at the gate that's uh, been our topic and our theme, Prepare Him Room. And what that means for us is we've been uh, looking at different stories from Scripture. Stories of those who heard about the news of the birth of Jesus. And we've considered the ways that they've responded and and perhaps how we can respond as well in preparing room for the birth of Jesus uh, in our hearts, in our souls, and minds, and lives. As I said, we've looked at different stories each week. Uh, We've looked at people like uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the angel announced to her that she would uh, carry Jesus into the world, the Savior, and and, uh, how she responded to the Lord with trust. Uh, All the way over to King Herod, who also heard the news about a new king. Uh, This king named Jesus, and his response was... um, the opposite. <laughs> he had no room for for a new king, and so he did everything in his might to ensure that Jesus would not be king. And there were others as well. But with each week, I, I hope that we've been asking ourselves and and listening, asking the Lord and listening to what He's been telling us about how we can uh, respond to the news of Jesus, whether it's for the very first time or time and time again to continue to prepare him room in our lives. And so uh, tonight, as we have uh, Randy read the passage for us from Luke chapter 2, of the angels uh, telling the shepherds, this is another account of, of people hearing the news of the birth of Jesus and, and responding to it. And with, with each week, I, I wanted to point out that every single person who heard this news They responded, they responded in some way, Uh, most of the stories that we've read, the response was with uh, praise and and thanksgiving and some kind of uh, faithful response to God, except for Herod, but in any case, they responded, and I believe that we're no different today. When we hear about um, Christmas, when we hear the the gospel, really, which is what Christmas is about, um, each of us responds in our hearts. So, as I said, we we come to chapter 2 tonight, Uh, we have the angels appearing in the sky to the shepherds, and every time that I hear this story, I can't help but wonder what happened. If the angels maybe had the wrong address, if they got lost on their way into Jerusalem and they ended up in the country somewhere and they didn't, and then they're like, well we're here, so who can we tell the news to? I guess we'll tell it to the shepherds. It seems like... Those weren't the ones who were intended to hear the announcement of God's glory from the angels. But that's not true, right? That Of course God intended it. He sent his angels to those people in that place to hear the birth announcement of his son. something that dawned on me as I pondered this mystery once again because angel, uh, shepherds are lowly people they don't, they're not a high status or class or anything like that they're humble they smell bad they spend their time with sheep why would, the shepherd, why would the angels come to these shepherds and make the announcement to them and I realized that God has been in business with shepherds for a long time Hasn't he? Certainly long before the birth announcement of, of Jesus. This is not the first appearance of shepherds in God's story whatsoever. It would seem that God has no problem with using shepherds to advance his kingdom and to accomplish his tasks and to show his glory to the world. God's people have a history with shepherding. Some of the major players in God's story have been shepherds before this. None the least of these people like Abraham, the father of Israel. And Moses, the great leader who saved God's people from slavery and brought them into the promised land. Even David, the famous king, was a shepherd. And so yes, we can be amazed when we read in Luke 2 that, that God would show up to shepherds and announce to them in the way that he did. But we shouldn't be surprised if we're paying attention that God's chosen to tell these people what he did. He's been choosing shepherds all along for the work of his glory and his plan. Uh, so back to the shepherds in Luke chapter 2. As we heard about what they did, when they heard, I would encourage us tonight to respond Uh, Perhaps in a similar fashion to the way that the shepherds responded to the news of Jesus at Christmas. Um, We can be like the shepherds. We can respond with excitement and wonder at hearing about the Messiah born so long ago in Bethlehem. We can be like the shepherds to to find Jesus at this time. To seek him and find him at Christmas in the story of And we can be like the shepherds in how, as we find Jesus, our response is uh, excitement, right? As we discover how what God has, has revealed to us and shown us in his word is in fact true and amazing. We can be filled with the same kind of excitement and joy and, and willingness to celebrate at Christmas for, for the, the right reasons, so to speak. God is good to us. He's present with us. He came to us, though we were unworthy and lowly. And he came to save us. So in terms of preparing him room, uh, perhaps applying this or what this looks like for us, I, I think that Paul puts it really well. So I wanted to read for us from Romans chapter 10, the words of Paul, uh, as a description of what this can look like. And it actually lines quite well with the But the particular ways that the shepherds responded as well, which is interesting. Uh, From Romans 10, verses 9 to 13, I'm reading from the common English version tonight, or sorry, contemporary English version, it's called CEV. Paul says, So, you will be saved if you honestly say that Jesus is Lord. And if you believe with all your heart that God raised him from the dead, God will accept you and save you if you truly believe this. And tell it to others. The scriptures say that no one who has faith will be disappointed. No matter if that person is a Jew or a Gentile. There's only one Lord. And he is generous to everyone who asks for his help. All who call out to the Lord will be saved. So that's it. That's the, that's the amazing message. That's the truth that I want to leave us with tonight. That Jesus came to do this for us. To reconcile us back to God. No matter who you think you are. Whether you see yourself as a shepherd or a king. It doesn't matter. Jesus came for you we can prepare room for him in our heart as lord and as king And as paul said in verse 13 as we call upon him he will save us eternally god used shepherds in the old testament god used shepherds in the beginning of jesus story but perhaps most profoundly uh, god used his son jesus who calls himself a shepherd not only did god choose shepherds throughout time but he identified as a shepherd when he was with us. And he calls himself the good shepherd. Right? Now the difference between Jesus the shepherd and other shepherds in the past is that Jesus was not a shepherd of sheep, but of people. Right? He shepherded those whom he loved and he called. Those he came to save. And he's not a a normal shepherd either because as the good shepherd, he says, I lay down my life for my sheep to save them. Jesus is the good shepherd who lays down his life to save his flock. That's us. He saves his sheep by his birth at Christmas, his ministry and his life, and then in his death and what he accomplished in his resurrection at Easter time. So the celebration of Christmas is awesome. It's joyful. And I love it because it's the message that reminds us of God's love for us and the truly amazing way that he saved us by his son and this is what Christmas is all about and what we're celebrating tonight and tomorrow in whatever ways we, we happen to do this um, I'd like to uh, pray now if you'll bow your heads we'll pray and just say God uh, tonight of all nights I, I pray that our hearts and minds would be fully open to you through this message of Jesus, God. May we feel the power of your presence with us, even now, gathered on Christmas Eve, Lord, knowing that you have promised your presence to us as we believe. Lord, we rejoice together at the, the way in which you've saved us, that you sent Jesus to this earth. Lord, would we be reminded to celebrate celebrate Christmas Uh, by sharing your love, Lord, with those around us, by telling one another of just of what you've done for us and and being such a thankful people, Lord. We praise you and we thank you that we can be saved by the power of of your birth and life, death, and resurrection, Lord. We pray this in the awesome name of Jesus. Amen. And so to uh, conclude... The message tonight, I have the opportunity to light the last candle in the Advent wreath. I wanted to read again as, as Pastor Greg read at the start of the service. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them as light shone. The light Jesus.